with great power comes great responsibility. Power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. I don't know about you, but I think power needs some TLC and a hug. Welcome to the show, presented by VDG Sports. I'm your host, Vince Douglas Gregory. Non-friendly reminder, let's be real. There are no excuses. You can listen to the show everywhere. It's your world, you have the power, and the choice is yours. Here's a rundown of the show. No six cents, just five cents, and my two cents of three. Five cents. Four cents. It's not Three cents. Two cent, job rejection. One cent, NBA players drawing. The word goes to YSW, history, 1999 NBA draft, rewind, fast forward, extra, extra. Five cents. Look, don't be shocked about what went down in the south of France. I told you many times, football fans are about that life. They're about it, about it. T.R.U. I tried to warn you on many occasions. I risked my well-being shining a bright light on their behavior. Russian football fans fighting English football fans? It's not the first time a melee of this magnitude has happened. It's the latest. I pointed out, on many different accounts, football fans football are about fans their life. About that life. There's some places you go where you aren't welcome. Why they sell you a ticket or let you go in the first place is beyond reason to banter. Nevertheless, you go anyway, knowing that at any given moment, it may be time to go. It's about to go down. It's never even. One on one. Two on two. One hundred on a hundred. You're always outnumbered. I'm not talking about political pep rallies. That's not on the level of this. I'm referring to Visitors at football stadiums. Listen, traveling to another city, state, or country's guarantees you're about that life. This is my story, and I'm sticking to it. I've always been saying it, and I always will. And if you aren't about that life traveling to another stadium, Someone in your crew is, and you're guilty by association. It happens to all of us. Four cents. Maria Sharapova getting a two-year ban for doping makes me miserable. I'm from the school of if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Cheating ain't cheating if you're winning. 
Seriously. That performing enhancer, maldronate, is no different from lifting weights. Peeps lifting weights are destroying good muscle tissue, muscle fiber, and muscle cells to force them to regenerate and grow bigger and stronger. How is this different from performing enhancers? I'm not a meathead, but it sounds like an enhancer of the performance to me. Let's not forget about protein, creatine, fish oil, you know, omega-3, 6, 9, and multivitamins. I'm quite confident those have performing enhancing effects. There's no doubt in my heart that food has it as well. Girl, you know it's true. Milly Vanilli. Maria has nothing to hide. It's not like she started reporting, then stopped reporting on doping control forms provided to her and other players. She didn't mention a thing from 2006 to 2016. That's consistency. And it should be applauded. However, according to Maria's lawyer, John Haggerty, this is being used to punish her. Quote, The tribunal went out of their way to punish Maria because they believed she was hiding her use of Meldronate by not disclosing it on the anti-doping forms. End quote. I honestly don't see why they would punish Maria or anyone for that. I'm definitely thinking the International Tennis Federation Tribunal are making an example out of poor old Maria Sharapova. If this meldonium had true performing enhancing effects, then Maria should have won more. I mean, lots and lots more. Besides, Appealing this nonsense of a two-year ban. She should go after the makers and a professional scientist, scratch that, doctor. Either makers of meldronate didn't include enough active meldonium or meldonium doesn't give much of an advantage. Either way, someone should get sued. False advertisement. Three cents. Major League Baseball pitcher executes the code flawlessly. Kansas City, Ordono Ventura plunks Baltimore Orioles batter Manny Machado in the back with a 99 miles per hour fastball. Textbook, as the unwritten rules suggest. Hitting a batter in his head is no good. Hitting the batter in the fleshy parts of his body is good. I'm not sure what the exact rule is, but it's a rule and part of the code of conduct. That doesn't mean everyone understands what's going on. It's a large unwritten rule book, and the code is complex. Mental laps happen. Oriel Adam Jones after the game said, quote, Tonight Manny handled it himself, and I couldn't be happier for him. I knew it was going to happen. Ventura has electric stuff and the talent is all there, but between the ears, there is a circuit board off balance. I don't get it. I don't get it. End quote. I don't get it either. I believe it's time for me to move on and fight other battles. Hey, Bryce Harper, it's yours, my man. My personal push to make baseball fun again has come to an end. I welcome failure. I accept failure. I embrace failure. As a matter of fact, 
I'm going to go ahead and wave the white flag to I give up. This is now your fight, Bryce Harper. I'll only fund and offer support, but no longer will I be leading the lobby. Kansas City's royal pitcher Ventura broke me. His ability to support an archaic code without thinking gave me no hope. I'm hoped out. More importantly, his willingness to hit batters like it's a game bothers me. Major League Baseball would never see me again. Only my alter ego and Bryce Harper. This would be bad for uh-huh. you. Hell. I once articulated how to decline job offers. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger followed the guidelines of when to job reject like an MLB player following unwritten rules in the code. Remember this? There are ways to gracefully decline job offers. You know, like thank the company or person for the offer. Inform them. Wow, this was a tough decision. Thank them again for taking the time to interview and enlightening you. You close out again with more thanks. This is, if you're writing a rejection, let strike that email. But let's be real. How many of us are actually writing a rejection email? We don't accept the job or don't get offered the job. That's the life we live. C'est la vie. Donald Trump announced he had the endorsement of Ben, along with a few other sports figures. And the football player would also be speaking at the GOP convention on behalf of Donald. Well, apparently none of this was true. Ben told the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, quote, He's staying out of politics and would not attend the GOP event. End quote. I'm not going to say this is the best or top-notch rejection, but it works. I've seen and heard worse. Ben did get the when-to-job-reject part right. I mean, don't accept every offer, avoid dead-end jobs, limits future opportunities, hurts professional reputation, sales soul is bad, against more integrity. This is textbook job rejection and when to job reject. It was never about if Ben Roethlisberger would reject Donald Trump's bullying, but how. It would have been so much better via Twitter. One sound. Draymond Green suspended for one game after he has another encounter with another NBA player's groin. <laughs> At some point, he's going to have to tell us his secret correction. Infatuation with the male genitals. No judge zone. It's okay. No one's going to judge you, Draymond. There's crossing a line and playing on the edge. Then it's blasting dudes in their mommy-daddy button. Multiple games. <sighs> Doing everything in your power to proactively prolong doubt in players planning to produce young people. Why prevent? What's the problem? Don't like kids? Are you afraid of babies? Outside the NBA, 99.9% of peeps list another cat ball tapping them to get an advantage is reason to go. I repeat, 
Outside the NBA, 99.9% of peeps list another cat ball tapping them to get an advantage is reason to go. I repeat, 99.9% of peeps list another cat ball tapping them to get an advantage is reason to go. I can confirm I've seen people go for this very reason on the court. I'm sure the artist, formerly known as Ron, has seen worse. The soft NBA is the only place where Draymond Green can continue to do that. But why is he so angry? Why? Why does this game borderline? I'll get beat down if I do this anywhere else. Dirty. Maybe when he starts being honest with himself and then the world, metal world peace, that inner crazed anger will be used as fuel and not trying to discharge others growing with hits and kicks. Draymond's personality doesn't fit his actions. Why so dirty? Stay calm. Relax. Chill. NBA overreacting on an adjustment award goes to Tyron Lue and every other talking head that said, hey, benching Kevin Love is the thing to do. Benching Kevin Love, the Cavs will win the game. Did you see all that energy? Did you see all that want to that they had without Kevin Love because he plays poor defense? And how did that work out for you? They was going to win either with Kevin Love or without Kevin Love that game. And it was going to lose with or without Kevin Love. Stop scapegoating the kid. Here's your trophy. This segment, you can be a part of the show. Tweet us at VDG Sports. Tweet me at Vince D. Gregory. Email YSW at VDGSports.com. Leave a comment on the webpage or Facebook. Don't be shy. Be mean but clean. You said what? Adam said, Green is an instigator bum who pushes the limit constantly. He jump kick Adams in the crotch twice in the OKC series. He needs suspension for multiple games in the future, not just fines. Dirty player. I'm going to have to disagree with you there, buddy, because I don't really think that Draymond Green is a dirty player, but I will say this, if he keep on doing it and if he do it during next year's regular season more than once, then I'd be ready to say that he's a dirty player. He just plays on the edge and he goes a little bit too far. And some of the stuff that he does on the NBA court, he cannot get away with it if he was playing street ball. He cannot get away with it if he was playing an unregulated NBA game because I can tell you this firsthand. Playing basketball and hitting, kicking somebody there by mistake would get you beat down. And so Draymond Green doing this on the court, eh, I don't think it's something that he knows that he's doing. Correction. He knows that he's doing it, and he knows he can get away with it. But I'm not ready to say he's a dirty player yet. Does it one more time? All bets are off. All bets are off. History 1999 NBA Draft. 
The ride is gassed up and ready to go. Before you get any ideas, I'm talking about the... Uh, well, never mind. There's no good answer. Although going back to 1999 and revisiting the NBA draft is, this draft class is argued by many that it is one of the best. While this may be true, I don't see any Hall of Famers. Strike that. I almost forgot. We're talking about the NBA. So yeah, there are future Hall of Famers. This draft class will have nine NBA All-Stars along with three NBA Six-Man-of-the-Year winners. The most memorable moment for me, though, is Steve Francis, Stevie Franchise, getting drafted by the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah, Vancouver. He looks so disgruntled. Did your dog run away? San Antonio Spurs got the best value in that draft, getting Manu Ginobili in the second round with the 57th pick. Looking at the players, there's so many future NBA champs. Lamar Odom, Rip Hamilton, Jason Terry, Meta World Peace, you know, the artist formerly known as Ron, and Manu, to name most. I'm in Washington, D.C., and I'm looking at these players. The energy is different. Hmm. I guess I shouldn't have focused on Stevie Franchise. Rewind. Golden State Warriors leave Cleveland Cavaliers three games to two. Rewind. Pittsburgh Penguins lead San Jose Sharks three games to two. Paul Pogba is still at Juventus. Rewind. LeBron James haters found another way to hate LBJ. Rewind. Stephen Curry scored 38 points in NBA Finals Game 4. Rewind. Draymond Green suspended for NBA Finals Game 5. Rewind. Florida Gators named Field after Steve Spurrier. Another O.J. Simpson movie premiered. Rewind. NCAA now has 10 concussion lawsuit battles. Rewind. NFL football player was accused of raping an exotic dancer. MLB has seven teams with 40 or more wins. Pittsburgh Penguins win Stanley Cup. Manchester United sells four players. Manchester City sells two. Golden State Warriors win NBA Finals. Stephen Curry does not win NBA Finals MVP. Extra, extra. Downtown parking, always a challenge. But if you actually live downtown, hey, downtown is telling you a different story. Downtown is telling you, you aren't like the visitors. You live down here. You should know better. Oh, meter for you? 
No, 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 no. That's not going to work here. That's not working, period. Hey, you, you, you try to pull that on someone else. You live down here. And because you live down here, you know what? You got to follow a completely different set of rules. Different set of rules. I want you to park here on this day during this time period. Say, what? You mean on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at this time? Between these times, I, ha- I can park here? But on Tuesday, Thursday, a different time? I have to park on the other side of the one-ways? What? How am, I, how am I supposed to keep up with this? What's going on? And you mean to tell me there's someone that's going around a meter? Not, a, not even a meter, mate. There's a traffic cop, traffic officer, or someone who just enforces the rules to make sure you're doing what you are supposed to be doing. Because golly gee whiz forbid that you attempt or think about breaking the rules just for 10 seconds. That's 10 seconds too long, and you will get fined. And now that that's known, back to the different rules you have to follow for different days and different times, you have to know. Oh, and you want to know what? Let's throw in another factor here. It changes with the months. Yeah, all this is baked in for the year. So you can actually plan and plot this out for the entire year. You can just go through and it's like, all right, I'm going to set up my schedule. Can't park here this day, this day, this day, this day, this day. And during these times, can't park on the other side. This day, this day, this day. These times, during these months, during those months, these months, those months, these months, those months. Whoa, what's going on? Good thing I put all this on my calendar. But if you didn't put all this on your calendar and you're just risking it, chancing it, just going by, hey, what everyone else is doing, they have to be right because no one, not a large, not a large population it's gonna break the rules right so if 10 people on that side of the street it's got to be the right day to be on that side of the street right of course no one breaks the rules so you think i'm a people person where did you get that eyes my deal is if you don't like talking to people if you don't like understand or try to not necessarily be fake not necessarily be this, hey, you know, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Prying into someone's life because that's, that's a huge no-no in my book. And we'll get to that. Just being real, genuine, genuine interest in other people. Because we, all, we all have different paths. We all different backgrounds. We all have different things that shaped us or different points in our lives that we've come across or came across and that kind of made us the person who we are. 
And if you're a bad person, I'm intrigued on what made you this bad person. Or if you're a good person, I'm intrigued on what made you this good person. It's just something about. No, it's just something about. It's just something. Okay. What happened? Tell me your story. Tell me your story without me prying into your life. Tell me your story without me getting into your personal stuff that you just don't want out there. You know, come on. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Not that guy. In fact, side note, if you are that person who pries into other people's lives and want to know everything what they're doing. So what did you do? What did you do? I'm pretty sure it works with a lot of people, but I'm quite confident that there's a large number that really don't want to tell you or really not too kind or not too happy about you digging into their life. Now, if they're giving this information, if they're telling you this willingly and you have this relationship or you have this type of thing, I want to say, you have this type of bond where, hey, you guys tell each other everything. You tell everything. You tell all or you tell what you want to tell and it's a back and forth. It's a give, it's a take. It's a give, it's a take. But you don't necessarily have that relationship or you don't necessarily have that bond if you're dealing with people you're just meeting, strangers, people you don't know. Don't do it. Reframe. Reframe. Do it one time. Reframe. Snow driving prepares you for everything. I mean, everything. Who speeds in the snow? Don't answer that. And it's the main, main, main road, I want to say. Not necessarily a highway, but a main street, main road within the city. And remember what I told you? About the city. Yay. City. City, city, city. And the thing about the city is you, you have all different kinds of drivers. And we've went over this before, but I have no problem with reiterating this. Aggressive drivers, passive drivers, paranoid drivers. You know all of that, that deal. I told you how now more or less almost a paranoid driver. But that, I told that story already. Yep, sure did. And so then, as I was saying, I was pretty much an aggressive driver. Aggressive. Hey, make sure, check the, uh, check the documents and make sure it's okay to continue with this, this story. I know everything's been, and check, check, all right? We good? Good? Okay, good. This was the point. Just going along on a major, major street minding my own business, so with other cars, and you have your different kinds of drivers. Passive, aggressive, passive, aggressive, nervous, frantic. You can just keep going on and on and on and on. But I'm pretty sure there's probably three main groups 
and the rest are just adjectives to fit in one of the three grain group boxes. So not here to judge. Not here to judge. Not here to degrade either. Just here to say, going down a main street, snow's starting to come down, or snow's coming down, and it's not cold enough where it can just continue to accumulate on the roads. Because that, that'd be better. That'd be better. Sure, but there's snow on the roads. Yeah, and it's easier for the snow plows and everybody else to just create a traction lane and just go. But when the opposite happens, not necessarily opposite, when an alternative happens, coming down, melting, refreezing as ice, that's no good for no one. That is no good for no one, and that was no good for me that night. Nah, that's... That's definitely something I can say for 100%. Usually, it's something that's 99.9%. That is 100%. Wasn't good. Not for me. Not that night. So I'm going speed limit, of course. I think it was something low. It wasn't anything major. And the light was green. Cars going and stuff. And the car in front of me, as soon as the light turned yellow, they were going speed limit, but I was a great distance. Not necessarily a great. I was a good distance from them. I want to say maybe two and a half car lengths from them, two cars. But when I say car lengths, there really aren't any cars in between us. It's just that a regular length of a car. It'd be two, just imagine a length of a car and imagine two cars back to back. And then the next car being my car, but with no cars in between us. I mean, what? yeah, no cars in between us. So it was just that distance. Had that going on and the light turned yellow. And that car was slowed down and made a stop. Me being my two and almost two and a half car links back, I anticipated wrong. I'm not ready to say the greatest of all time. I know Stephen Curry is one of the greatest NBA basketball players of all times. These are not my words. Not my words. I'm just repeating what I hear. I'm just repeating what I heard. I just have a little small question, though. I have a question. If you're the greatest of all time, shouldn't you play and perform better on the biggest stage? NBA Finals, that is the biggest stage for the NBA. That's like the World Series for MLB. That's like champion. Champion League's finals in football. That's like the Super Bowl for American football. Performing on the biggest stage. The stars, the great ones, separate themselves from other great ones. Think about it. But Stephen Curry, on the other hand, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to do any of that. 
No. How do people live without calendars? How do you get things done? Couldn't do it. Calendar is what keeps me in line. The calendar is what lets me know what's going to happen next. If it's not in the calendar, it's not going to happen. It's not going to take place. And so for some of you who listen probably don't know what I mean by the calendar, who probably don't get the gist of the whole calendar thing. I input stuff into the calendar, my uh, personal calendar, as far as times from five to six, I have to do such and such. Or I have a meeting scheduled for this time. I have to make an appearance here at this place at this time. Without my calendar and without my trusty assistant, who will remain nameless, I'd just be running around in circles like, woo, just going, just running. I'm talking about, I wouldn't even be getting tired. I'd just be running, running. I'd just run and run and run and run until my poor little heart tells me, hey, you know what? Let's don't run anymore. And then I'd have to say, okay, you know what? Not going to run anymore. This is your world, and I'm just living in it. This is your world, and I'm just, I'm not even a main character. Friendly reminder, you can listen to the show on iTunes, bdgsports.com, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play Music. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. You know what to do. It's still the same. Say it with me. Peace. Oh.